welcome to my sports podcast. My name is Arya Fatayan, and I will be the host of this podcast. This podcast focuses on things going around in sports, so I will be talking about anything from football to basketball to even MMA. But on today's episode, we will be talking about basketball. We will specifically be looking at the GOAT debate between Michael Jordan. 17 seconds. 17 seconds from game seven or from championship number six. Jordan, open, Chicago with the lead! Timeout, Utah, 5.2 seconds left, Michael Jordan running on fumes with 45 points. And LeBron James. And the dollar to Curry, back to the Godala, up for the last, oh, blocked by James! LeBron James with the rejection! One of the biggest debates in basketball is who is the greatest of all time. And something to point out here is that throughout the episode, I will be referring to the term GOAT. If you do not know what GOAT means, in the sport of basketball, it stands for the greatest of all time, hence the acronym GOAT. So I will be mentioning that. And so throughout the episode, you will hear GOAT, and that is what that means. I also want to make a quick note that throughout the episode, you will be hearing from my guests, Fook, Kenny, and Ethan. There's always two names that come to mind when talking about who is the GOAT. First, you have LeBron James, and the other, you have Michael Jordan. And depending on what era you grew up in or who you're a fan of, everybody has their own opinion slash take on this. But for me, I'm going with LeBron James. And there's a variety of reasons why. I just think he's the better all-around athlete. But let's dive into what makes them great so let's start off with the most important thing people talk about when discussing the goat debate in basketball championships so for this category jordan wins this there's no doubt he's six and zero in the finals uh two three peats he was probably one of the greatest to ever do in the finals but you cannot discredit lebron james he currently has four championships and is still in the prime of his career even despite being 36 years old he is playing fantastic and if things go well he could probably win one or two more rings before he retires although one thing that does haunt lebron james is that four and six record and due to his mediocre finals record you know people discredit him and you know there's always argument that jordan was six no james is four and six you know people have to look at that like you know he's losing the finals you know while jordan was undefeated but At the end of the day, there's multiple different factors from bad teammates to better competition. You know, this category is a little bit, you know, hard to judge. But the question that arises is if LeBron James does get two more rings and ties Jordan with six, will he silence the doubters? Let's hear what Utah Daily Chronicle sports editor Ethan Pierce had to say about this. If LeBron gets two more rings, he's definitely... I would probably have to reassess at that point um, because at that point he would tie Michael Jordan with six championships. Uh, He would have been to the finals, you know, a lot more times. And um, just the longevity of that um, as he, LeBron's what, 36? And if he continues to to get a couple more rings as he, you know, gets older and older, uh, as long as he's being, you know, a contributor on those teams, you know, one of the best players on those teams, um, then I would have to definitely reassess at that point. A lot of people do say that if James does get two more rings, he would be pretty even with Jordan, hence tying the category. And currently, the only category Jordan leads in terms of stats, awards, um, championships, is the championship. So if James does time with two, this category will be tied 
and won't have a winner. Basketball enthusiast Kenny Guller had a different opinion about this. I value them pretty high, but I don't think they should be the main thing. Too many great players get ignored because they didn't win rings, right? So, and I, I vehemently fight against that. Maybe just because of some of who my favorite players and my favorite teams are, players that were amazing and just get knocked down because they didn't win a ring. Think Stockton Malone. I'm a Chargers fan, so Philip Rivers. Yeah, Barkley. So Barkley, yeah, exactly. But it's hard for me to then turn around for that and say, I don't think championships matter, and then use championships as an argument between LeBron and Jordan. Jordan has more championships, undeniably. He was unstoppable in the finals. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I don't really think I should – the reason I think Jordan is better does not come down to the fact that he won more champions than LeBron. I think what Jordan did over the course of his career, especially in the playoffs, was more impressive than LeBron. But I've actually – we've talked about this before where I think that Jordan played against – the teams Jordan played against weren't as good as the teams LeBron played against. So the fact that LeBron's finals record is worse than Jordan's should not be – the factor and at least in my argument for why i think mj is better i do not hold some of the finals lebron lost against him you could have put the two kevin durant warriors teams you could have given lebron michael jordan as a teammate and they still probably would have lost those yeah. finals so i don't value i value them a little bit for sure because six and oh is six and oh you can't deny that but not it's not why i think jordan is better than lebron let's talk about stats statistically speaking james is better than jordan in every in all stats whether you're talking about career points, rebound, assists, and blocks, he is statistically better than Jordan in every category um, career-wise. If you look at the average game-wise, him and Jordan are actually pretty even, and there's not much separating them. But if you look at overall stats, and you're really discussing who is the greatest of all time, that's what you look at, and that's what James is better at. Although James is at an advantage, you know, he's played significantly more games if not a thousand or more games and you know that's due to the fact that he got drafted out of high school while jordan was drafted in the third year of college you know jordan was infamously known for taking the two years of retirement during the 1990s so there was a little bit of a disadvantage for jordan anything kenny agreed definitely i mean lebron has the longevity on mj um he's played more games i believe Uh, he's played longer um, and, you know, he's getting up there in age and he, who knows how many years he has left, right? He's 36. He's kind of been injured to start this season. So yeah. we might be starting to see the signs of his body breaking down. But, um, you know, being up on those all-time leaderboards, it definitely makes a difference. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't necessarily read too much into that just because it's more longevity than mm-hmm. him just, you know, averaging m- many more points, rebounds, assists, whatever than yeah. Jordan did in any given year. It's just because he's played longer. Yeah. Um, but if you look at the averages, you know, it's pretty similar. LeBron's a better all-around player is what people like to say. Um, I believe he's higher, you know, averages on rebounds and assists. Um, but MJ has him in points, I think. Um, at least it's close. Part of the reason that I put LeBron, like I said, I, I have MJ at one. He's not, it's, it, it's a 1A, 1B situation. I, LeBron's worse than MJ in my opinion, but not by much. And one of the reasons I think they're so close is LeBron has been able to accumulate counting stats, the likes of which we have never seen. And part of that is a tribute to his longevity. Like Jordan did not play this long. Part of it's because yeah, he retired twice, but even then he did not play this long. LeBron has been playing 70 plus games a year since 2003 he's put up some insane overall stats and that's part of why even though i think on a per night basis jordan was a better player lebron's going to retire as the all-time points leader lebron's going to retire top 10 in rebounds he's going to retire top 20 in assists yeah and again we've talked about how he's probably top 10 honestly yeah he's he's going to be really high up in all these stats just purely because of his counting numbers that's how like nobody's going to ever go to as many finals as lebron went to yeah and 
who's to say he doesn't go to more? I don't like the way the Lakers look this year, but who's to say he doesn't have more finals in him? Yeah. His like, counting stats, outside of like maybe Bill Russell and Wilt, there's nobody you can say my counting stats are better. At the end of the day, this category goes to James. And like I said, James is only 36, you know, which is actually really old for an NBA player, but he still has a few years. Like he's still playing very well. Like he's not showing any signs of slowing down. He's only going to improve his stats. And honestly, he can probably catch Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for at least points scored. He's, I mean, he's top 10 in everything. He's top 10 in assists, steals, blocks, rebounds, etc. But I mean, the way he's playing, he's going to catch Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and be the number one leading scorer of all time. Let's talk about awards here for a second. So both men actually have a pretty impressive resume when it comes to awards. You know, Jordan has five regular season MVPs while James only has four. But... You know, MVPs nowadays, there's a whole debate, discussion around that. It's more of a popularity award, so I don't know if we can really add that in. Anything. Kenny agreed. MVP is a popularity contest. You can very much see, too, in both of their careers, LeBron's and Jordan's, they hit a point where the MVP started going to, okay, this is the best player that wasn't Jordan. Okay, this yeah. is the best player that wasn't LeBron, which is unfair. It's something they both face, though. I think MVPs are definitely uh, indicative of, you know, how valuable you were throughout your career. MVPs are difficult because I think it's mostly a narrative-based award um, yeah. for the most part. Like, the, the media votes on it, and so it's, it's mostly um, whoever, you know, everybody has decided was the most valuable player, which is not necessarily meaning the best player. A lot of people make the argument that LeBron should have more MVPs than he does mm -hmm. uh, simply because people just kind of got tired of voting for him, you know, year yeah. after year, where many years he was the best player in the league but didn't win the award just because the novelty had kind of worn off. And so MJ, I believe he has six, um, but I could be wrong about that. But anyway, he does have more than LeBron does. Um, and I do value the MVP, although I don't think as much as some people, just simply because, like I said, it's mostly a narrative-based award yeah. and not necessarily based on who had the best season. You know, a lot of times they do get it right, but I think sometimes people just kind of get sick of voting for a specific player, and so it's, yeah. you know, it's not necessarily what it should be. But let's talk about finals MVP. Every time, you know, the cool thing that both men have done, that every time that they've won a championship – they have both been named the finals MVP. So Jordan has six, so he has six finals MVPs, while James has four, so he has four finals MVP. So that's actually a pretty cool fact. Other than that, you know, it varies from category to category. James has significantly more all-star appearances. Like, I think he has 17, as compared to Jordan, 14. And obviously, with James still in the NBA, with him still being dominant and popular, that number will easily probably reach 20 or so within the next few years. James also has more first-team All-NBA selections and All-NBA selections as a whole as compared to Jordan. But although the one thing Jordan does have is more All-Defense selections, and he's actually won the Defensive Player of the Year awards more than James. James has never won that award. Mega basketball fan Fook Tran also shared the same opinion. Well, you also have to think defensively if you're going to put in stats. LeBron's never won a Defensive Player of the Year. But, I mean, he's been in, like, you could, people argue that he's won. He's been on the defensive teams, though. Yeah, but Michael Jordan, year in and year out, he was the best player on both sides of the court. And it wasn't just Fook. Kenny also agreed with that statement. The reason I would say awards do somewhat matter to debate is, well, I do think LeBron could be a good defender. Jordan has multiple awards proving he was. In one of the most defensive eras of the league, Jordan has a defensive player of the year, and I think six first-team all-defense. Yeah. That award, I think, matters more than, say, MVPs or finals MVP. Really, awards is, 
a category that's hard to judge, but it is something that is important at the end of the day. When you're thinking about who is the greatest of all time, you think about who's won more awards. And really, it's it's a mixture, you know. Both guys have pretty impressive resumes, so this is a toss-up, but if you look at who has more total awards, I would most likely go to James, but who has more impressive awards, that could be Jordan, so I'll put this at a tie. Let's talk about influence outside of basketball. Both men are successful outside of basketball. From social media to overall popularity, both men are some of the most well-known athletes to have ever existed. With Jordan's famous Jordan brand and James's huge brand deal with Nike, both athletes are really tied in this category in terms of brand-wise. If you think about popularity, both athletes are extremely famous around the world. Both have huge influences, not just in the United States, but as a world as a whole. Right now, social media-wise, James is the most followed athlete in the United States. Although, it's hard to say this category obviously goes to James, but it's hard to say that if there was social media in the 90s, that Jordan wouldn't be the biggest. And Fook agreed. I think they both have done a great deal, but like you also have to consider Michael Jordan. Uh, I mean, LeBron James. You have to consider LeBron James grew up the, in the age of the smartphone. Social of media. Social media, mm -hmm. right? Um, I do think like... So he's able to reach more people. He's able to reach more people and basketball is more a global sport now. Than it was in the yeah. 90s. And I'll, but I'll say Michael Jordan is the main factor that made basketball such a popular sport. Okay. So he um, did, in that reason, he had a better impact, bigger impact. A bigger impact for the sport, basketball. But overall, that's hard because Jordan also came up with um, his Air Jordan brand, which is still one of the most popular brands Jordans, today. Yeah, they're, and, they still go crazy for Jordans. Yeah, people still go crazy, and it's a billion-dollar business. Mm -hmm. um, but overall, I like to be real, I think Michael Jordan's probably not like one of the nicest or good people you like I think LeBron's a good guy okay like, there's no doubt about that yeah no about that but yeah like is he more influential influential I think Michael Jordan influential but I guess in terms of like better guy for the community it's LeBron yeah I think like Jordan for sure is more uh influential than LeBron because he's been around longer. He has a billion dollar business from it. He yeah. has an NBA team from it. Jordan brand, obviously. Yeah, too. where LeBron... He owns the Hornets, yeah, like you said. Yeah, LeBron has done a lot. And he's like, I think he's a good person. But it, see, in that aspect, Michael Jordan has more experience than law, more longevity than LeBron. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm, now I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. But like at the end of the day... like. You can't say he's going to have more of an impact as well. LeBron goes search a billion-dollar business now. True. I mean, he did just recently sign a billion-dollar deal with Nike as well. So yeah. Like you said. Or he does something. So it's, it's an ongoing yeah. uh, conversation. But, you know, both men equally have great influence outside of basketball. So I put this as a tie for them as well. The future. So what does the future hold for LeBron James? Well, this will be the ultimate deciding factor in the GOAT debate. When you talk about the future, you talk about how many rings will LeBron James get, you know? Will he get the two more rings to tie Jordan? You talk about stats. Will he improve his stats? Will he be the greatest scorer of all time? Will he be number one in every category, top 10 in every category? You know, these are factors you need to consider in the GOAT debate. And that's something Fook thinks is critically important to this debate. Yeah, I, I, the, thing, the difference between Michael Jordan having that debate now is Michael Jordan... It's done playing, and LeBron's still still playing. 
So LeBron has the potential to overtake Michael Jordan as the greatest of all time. Because right now, if you were to look side by side, many people are split. You know, many people go Jordan, this, that. But in the future, if James does improve on everything, so he gets more rings, stats, points, whatever it may be, it's hard to argue that you can't give the GOAT debate to LeBron James. So this category is a toss-up for me. One of the biggest debates in this GOAT debate is the level of competition both men face. Jordan faced the likes of Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, Carl Malone, Charles Barkley, John Stockton, and a bunch of great athletes throughout the 80s and 90s, while James has faced some of the best as well, from Kevin Durant, Kobe Bryant, Stephen Curry, Tim Duncan, and a whole wide number of stars throughout the 2010s and even now, even during the 2000s. But the question that arises is, who's face harder opponents? Depending on who you ask, this is a tough question to answer. But let's hear what Ethan has to say. I think, I, I would say yes, LeBron did have tougher competition. Not saying that Michael Jordan, you know, had it easy by any means. Because uh, there was a lot of really good teams that MJ faced. Of course, you know, people are going to talk about the Utah Jazz that he played against in the finals a couple of years with, with Stockton and Malone. Um, the Phoenix Suns that they beat in the finals that one year with Charles Barkley. That was a really good team. Um, and of course, you know, going against Reggie Miller in the in the East a couple of times there, and the Knicks and the Pistons, and so he's gone against a lot of good teams. But for LeBron, um, I would say his competition was probably tougher, just because the league as a whole, I think, has gotten better as time has gone on, and that's just natural, right? You know, with yeah. anything, time makes everybody better. So there's a lot of really good players in the NBA today. LeBron has got against, gone against a lot of really good competition. You know, those Warriors teams were impossible to beat with Steph Curry mm -hmm. and Kevin Durant. I mean, nobody's going to top those. Um, and so, you know, him being able to, uh, to get the rings that he did, even against the good competition, that's definitely, that's definitely a good merit for him. I mean, personally, I think James has faced better athletes and that's because obviously athletes nowadays are better. They're just better athletically, strength wise. They're just more gifted all around. And Kenny agreed. Well, the first thing I want to do there, I've got two parts to this. First thing I want to say is the whole, he's playing against better, more athletic people. I agree, but this is where you get in difficulty comparing people from different eras because they're more athletic because the athletic science has advanced. Like we're more able to treat injuries. They have treatment that, I mean, we can go back to the, the biggest guy for this argument is Bill Russell. He was playing against plumbers kind of argument. Yeah. He was, but would he, if we drop him in the future, does that just mean he just sucked because he played against plumbers? Or would Bill Russell with access to modern basketball strategy, modern training facilities, modern medicine, would that have made him a better player? Yeah. So the argument that, the, that Jordan is worse than LeBron because Jordan or LeBron's playing against better players, more athletic players, I don't really like because, yeah, if you put Jordan in his prime against LeBron in his prime one-on-one, -on -one, LeBron would destroy him. But also, if you, if you make LeBron be born in, say, 1975, does he develop into this athletic freak of nature that he is? Is yeah. he able to become that without modern strategy, modern technology? So I don't really like that argument as much when comparing people between the eras because if you're going to say that, you can, make the, you can make a very legitimate and solid argument that JaVel McGee is better than Bill Russell if you're going to argue just purely based on athleticism evolves over time. That's how it is. But as for the quality of their opponent, I've said this before. I think you can look at it. Jordan only ever played with one all-star. The only, only once in Jordan's entire career did a teammate he played with that year make an all-star game. That was Pippen. He did it a bunch of times. Mm -hmm. Pippen, one of the most underrated players ever, even if he's an idiot. Yeah. Um, LeBron, on the other hand, he's played with a lot of all-stars. I don't remember the exact number, but it's in the 20s at this mm -hmm. point of players who were all-stars when they were LeBron's teammate. So on that argument, you could say LeBron had more and he was doing more. But you can flip that argument. 
Jordan never played against a team with more than two All-Stars, and he only played against two All-Stars, I believe, the two Jazz Finals. I don't think any other time he played two All-Stars. So it's this weird, whereas LeBron has played, I mean, that Warriors team had four All-Stars. He's, yeah. played, he's played absolutely low teams. So it's this weird argument where the teams, based, like the teams within their era that Jordan played were worse than the teams within their era that LeBron played with. But also, Jordan's teammates within their era were worse than LeBron's teammates within their era. And part of that's the evolution in the super teams, right? Like, yeah. That's just the way the NBA is now, is that the stars clump up when back then the stars just kind of took their money and stayed where they were drafted. Yeah. So that, that's always been a tricky one for me, is how do you compare their finals? Because you can argue that pretty much every single team LeBron has played is better than pretty much every single team Jordan played. But you can also argue that pretty much every single team LeBron got to the finals, with the notable exception of... How the hell did he get that 2005 Cavs team or yeah. 2006 Cavs team? With the exception of them, every team that LeBron had in the finals was a better team than Jordan had. So I feel like that almost cancels out. You know, people argue that James has had harder finals opponents, hence the 4-6 and six record. While Jordan, he hasn't necessarily played the hardest teams and slash players because, you know, like we said, even though he played Magic Johnson with Carl Malone, they were all towards the end of their primes, you know. While James is still playing these young kids who are freaks of nature, who are like, even you have Kevin Durant, who's arguably the greatest scorer of all time, like he, and Steph Curry, the greatest shooter of all time. Like, this is a hard thing to judge. But honestly, if I had to go um, with one winner, it would be LeBron James. One cool thing mentioned is that how they would play if you flip-flop them in different eras. And Kenny explained this very well. If I could switch the birthdays of LeBron and Jordan, I would. Because if LeBron played in an era where he could fully embrace his physicality, he would have been an un- he'd be a monster defender. Oh, yeah. He'd just be one of the best defenders this game has ever seen. And he'd still be just as dominant offensively. Whereas if Jordan was born later in time, early in Jordan's career, the only way you stopped him was fouling the crap out of him. Yeah. In the modern NBA, though, like, well, they weren't fouls back then. Now they would be. So the one way they stopped Jordan, they'd no longer be able to stop him. Plus, Jordan was never a good three-point shooter, but there was no need to become one. I'm willing to bet that if Jordan played today with the drive he had, he would develop a three-point game. I genuinely think that if LeBron plays in Jordan's era or in Jordan plays in LeBron's era, I think they both have both been more good. successful players. Yeah. I think they were then, – and, I mean, we're already talking about them as the two best players I've ever seen. Yeah. Everybody's – I mean, I will argue that Jordan is better than LeBron all day. If anybody comes to me and says LeBron is not number two, I will not listen to anything else they have to say about basketball because they're wrong. These are the two best players ever. And I honestly think that they played in the wrong eras. If they flipped, they'd be even greater than they already are. Other than that, you know, um, thank you for listening. You know, let me know what you think about this. You know, this is something that every analyst, every fan, every whoever it may be, everyone's 50-50, you know. And it's it really is opinionated and one-sided. You know, if you grew up with Michael Jordan, you're going to choose Michael Jordan. If you grew up with LeBron James, you're going to choose LeBron James. You know, this is a hard topic to debate. But when you look, when you get down into it and look at the stats... Look at the rings. Look at everything. I mean, I think, in my personal opinion, you lean towards LeBron James. You know, but let me know what you think. Thank you for listening. Thank you to Kenny, Fook, and Ethan. And let me know what you think. I can be found on social media. So yeah, thank you for listening.